So, uh, all right. So let's just pretend we weren't talking about stuff. Sure. Or. Wait, who are you? Yeah, exactly. Let's get on here. Yeah. Huh? I don't know if I'm <laughs> All right. Welcome to the Beer Loving Podcast. I have no idea what I'm doing right now. This is Sam Sly. Pete M is indisposed right now. I am currently at Ursula Brewing Company in Aurora, just outside of Denver, and I am sitting here with Dave and Chris, brewer and assistant brewer here at Ursula. How's it going, guys? Awesome. Excellent. Hey, another day, another beer. Right on. Glad you guys could join us. Uh, we got a few beers of yours up in here. What, what are you guys all drinking? Yeah. Uh, I'm drinking up the low off right now. It's a Norwegian farmhouse. Yeah, I'm real interested in beer. Uh, Dave, Dave's recipe from kind of, you know, influenced from his heritage. Uh, yes. So, yeah. Sounds uh, like, I like the name. Yeah, yeah, Uncle Olaf. I actually have an Uncle Olaf. So, yeah. 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 I am fully Norwegian. So, really? All right. So when I started reading about Norwegian beers, it was like, oh, this is my heritage. This is my, like, so I got really into it. Probably more so than I should have. No such thing. No such but I love them. It's a great beer. I mean, it's it's cool. It's unique. It's... It's super interesting. It's very yeast-driven, like a Saison is. Yeah, okay. I, I, but I, I a totally to, different flavor than a Saison. So. I describe to people like it drinks like a Saison while having nothing Saison about it. Oh, yeah, interesting. Okay, totally. It's not as dry as Saison, but like fruity oh, like a Saison. No to, phenols like a Saison. Okay, I'll have to try one before I get out. Of yeah, totally. Sounds like yeah. fun. Yeah, I do. Weird. I just recently have been getting into like Saisons and like yeah. Belgians as a style. Like it has the yeast nothing to do style. with Saison, but it's a farmhouse beer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I've been drinking uh, Curse Quencher, which is uh, Go Cubs. It is I'm ah. from Chicago. It's my homage to the Cubbies. Nice. I released it the day after they won the World Series. It's a kettle sour, uh, tart, dry hopped farmhouse beer. So probably you'd describe it as a tart farmhouse IPA. It's got a little bit of bread in it, a couple of saison strings. Okay. Damn. So were you really anticipating them winning? When you brewed I was not. I actually had, I didn't have a name for this beer at all, and I wasn't even going to release it the day after. I was going to release it like three or four days, but they won, and I was like, well, there it is. Yeah, we'll call it Curse Quencher. <laughs> done and done. So it's literally my homage to the I was going to say, I, mean, I know, you, I know Cubs, Cubs fans are in general are very optimistic, but to like yeah. brew a beer specifically for a World no. Series victory, that's... That's a level I've never heard of. I brewed it, and it became a World Series <laughs> yeah. victory beer. <laughs> we're, we're, we revamped it a little bit. It's going to go into bottles. It's going to be called Tartan. Okay. Which is also a little bit of Cubs theme for those of you that know the Cubs. I am not. Tartan. You'll get it if you're a Cubs fan. Okay. We'll leave it uh, at it'll go into a bottle called Tartan. We switched it up a little bit. A little bit different dry hops. A little bit different malting. Okay. A uh, bunch, bunch of little tweaks I did to it to change it for the bottle. When you guys bottle stuff, do you bottle condition it then too, or is it uh, some stuff we bottle condition, some stuff we don't? So most of our clean beers, and actually including this beer, the Tartman, which is uh, uh, a Brett's farmhouse uh, IPA, is probably the best way to describe it. But this one will actually be uh, right conditioned and then uh, okay. bottled, counter pressure bottled. All of our barrel sours, stuff like that, like long sours, 10-month sours. Yeah, yeah. This is a quick sour. Uh, all of our, our long stuff, we do bottle conditioning. Okay. All of our quick stuff, we uh, 
bottle with Kevin. Well, I mean, this is the only quick sour. This is the only quick sour review, but we did Goza. That's, we, that's true. That's we true. did not bottle commission Goza. We're going to be doing more Berliners and Gozas this year for cool. an inversion. So. And those will all be fast sour, fast, fast and counter-pressure bottle. Now, I, I'll be interested in kind of come back and check those out. Like, I still don't think I've had a proper Berliner Weiss. Berliner Weiss. Yeah, ours will be fruited, so they're not going to be proper. Yeah, right. okay. But I just last year we put a proper one on tap. Did you? Yeah. Was it a slow sour or something? No, it was oh. still a fast sour, okay. but it was not fruited. Oh, not sour, sour. Like, like, did it like hang out a lot? Or? Yeah, it hung out for a while. Okay. Yeah. I, you, I, I just think it's interesting. That's one of those styles that seems to be kind of coming America back up a lot. Too. Yeah, well, that too. But yeah. well, well, I mean, I, people I think are actually becoming more educated on the style, figuring out what it actually. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the German version is so different from most yeah. of what you taste in the American side. Yeah, I mean, really, the American versions of a lot yeah. of stuff are, yeah. are very different from the German ones. I have, like, a proper German one yeah. on the off chance I get my hands on a proper would, German beer. Yeah, I mean, I would love to make a proper German Goza, and I will make a proper German Goza at some point, but it just it's not going to sell as well yeah. as an American Goza. And I love American Goza, too, a little bit yeah. more sourness. Always, almost always some fruit in it, you know, like, okay. I love that, I, I want that, much more tart, usually a little bit more salty, okay. um, so I like that, but a proper German goes, I'm going to have to make a keg of it, because <laughs> otherwise it's going to sit around just for a small Americans batch. just don't have the palate for it. So. You let me know when that's out, I will come, All right, I will come good. drink a proper German goes up. Perfect, yeah. And, uh, and earn my heritage. Juice? A, a goza. Goose? No, they say goza. Okay, because I was like, a goose is like an age. Goose, goose is a lambic. Goza is goza. Gotcha. See, I'm still learning. No, it's fine. I had some friends. Uh, we were up in Winter Park over the weekend. We went to I can't remember which one of the breweries it was up there, but they kept calling it a goose. I'm like, oh, the goose? goza. I'm like, yeah. oh, is that what it's like? Yeah, just think of like, goza. Think, think of it like gozer with a. Uh. Yeah, I'm thinking so, of. Uh, yeah, that's a goose. True goose. That's yeah. a true goose. True goose. Yeah, it's completely different from a goose. Yeah, typically, typically spontaneous fermentation. Yeah. Okay. I don't think I've had a proper goose either. Really? Yeah. Oh, dude, you gotta have a proper goose. I maybe it'll make me goose a little bit after I have a good one. You will definitely goose after having You like you like. American Wilds, and you like... I'm getting there, like... There's, you haven't had a Lambic? Have you had a Lambic? I've had a Lambic. Okay, so you're really yeah. close to a Goose. You yeah. Have I have a threshold for, like, tartness. Okay, no, Goose so, will be funky, tart. Yeah, it'll, it'll be, be, it'll like, be tart sour, a great not, balance yeah. in the two. Honestly, like, I'm on the, I'm on the good side of the kettle sour debate, because I think they're just right for me and tartness. Uh, okay. And, like, <laughs> Gozas and stuff, I love those. But you can make an aged sour that is even more tame than, than an actual, like, Goza. Oh, I bet, yeah, because the acid just kind of... Like mellows out. Yeah, it's over all time. about blending and it's balance all about and keeping oxygen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's like rule number one, right? Yeah, yeah. X day and the oxygen day. Well, yeah. except for when we're transferring straight into the fermenter. Yeah, that's that's when you want to. Do, those yeast need something to gobble out. Yeah, man, you gotta try goose. I, I'm sure. Goose. I, I I roll with a circle that it's gonna happen eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not worried about that. It's yeah, it's some good stuff. Goose is where it's at. It is where we all get our inspiration for our American Wild Ales. So, okay. I mean, you know, the Method Goose is big right now. Have you heard about the Method Goose? No, I have not. Oh, Jester King just released their three-year spontaneous sour. And, uh, 
uh, it is a method goose, so it's done in the in the in the way of a Belgian goose. Okay. But it's made in America, so it's not a true goose. It's a method. Because that's like it's like champagne or whatever. It has to be right, brewed yeah. in that certain region to be right, classified. Yeah. It is an appellation. Okay. It's technically not an, an appellation in America, so we could call something a goose, but most brewers give respect to the yeah, sir. Belgian brewers and say, I'm not going to call mine a goose. I'll call it a method goose in the sense of Jester King and a couple, even Black Project does a pseudo method goose. Uh, it's not quite as method as the, the uh, Jester King one, but he does great here. Huh. That yeah. Ox card is his method goose, and it was, I had it at JVF, and it was stinking. I've definitely heard of that beer. I know I haven't tried Ox it. Oxcart? Yeah. Yeah, he just released, can't even remember, Cygnus, which is cherry version of Oxcart. Oh. Uh, basically a creek. Okay. Yeah, it was. I do enjoy some cherry. Yeah. All right, so I'm I'm thinking about how to do this without <laughs> without it sounding as obvious as possible, or maybe I'll just let it be obvious because sometimes when shit goes wrong, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, totally. Sounds like uh, happened today. So. Yeah, today was not. <laughs> just a, a bad brew One day. One of those days. It wasn't a brew day. Oh, okay. I mean, even though we, we were, got here, yeah, we were gonna bottle, and that was the whole plan. We we're bottling some imperial stuff that. Uh, we're releasing on Valentine's Day, and uh, we also have a kettle sour going right now. Okay. But I got in, and the kettle sour's pH was below where I normally would start boiling at. Okay. So I was like, uh, we got to boil. So like, but it'll take, you know, our steam is a little bit finicky sometimes, so I was like, it'll take a couple hours, or completely screwed up. <laughs> so I was like, we got a couple hours, so we'll bottle for a couple hours, and then we'll do the boil. But then our steam just went that shit crazy today, really? so we couldn't get the boil up until probably 4.30, and then I was like, this is not even worth it at this point, so we're going <laughs> to let it sit another day, uh, and then we'll finish it off tomorrow. And we then during bottling, both our cappers crapped out on us, so we had oh, to, I had to run to the store, buy a new capper, <coughs> come back, so it's not been very <laughs> It's just been, it's literally just been one of those yeah. days. We broke... More bottles this time than I think we ever have. <laughs> we ever had bottled yeah, yeah. in, in the total. past. Yeah, it was a, it was just like a <laughs> bottle like chaos. Yeah. So do you guys uh, for like all your bottle releases? Do you like hand cap? Oh yeah, we hand, 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 hand cap every, every bottle we make. Ooh, yeah. Every Damn, that's we, we had brought in the mobile bottling line a couple times, and they're super fast and it's really convenient, but it's a mess and. It's hard, it's, sell, it's, it's hard to sell that much. It's hard to sell for us. Oh, especially the bottle. If we had distribution, it would be one thing, you know, like, but when we're hand, we got one guy hand selling every bottle, it's, or every case. Yeah. It's hard, we, you know, it just, it makes it more complex. We weren't happy with some of the stuff we were getting out of the mobile good bottling guys, so okay. we decided we could do at least as good a job as they can, most likely better because we're hand bottling every bottle. We have control over every bottle, we know exactly yeah. what's happening with every bottle. With the mobile bottling guy, I don't know, you know, like, he's just running bottles at me and I'm labeling yeah, them just, and moving them around and trying to get them cased and it's all happening so fast. Is it, so, is it pretty, like, like, are they pretty fast? Like, is it I mean, machine it's gun not, pace? it's not like New Belgium's bottling line, but yeah. for us, oh, when we're doing 40 cases in six hours, 
They're doing yeah. 180 cases in two. So it's so much faster than what we could do. Yeah, the first time we ran through that, it was like, I mean, we, were we, like, we, we didn't know what the hell was going on. Yeah, it was right. just like, I don't, I don't know where to put these bottles right now. Like, we're stacking cases, like, back here, and they're getting all yeah. wet. They're getting all over the place. And, and, yeah, it was, it was, it was kind it of It was great, and, and, like, he was, he's a great guy, but we had some issues with a couple of the batches that he bottled up. Like the seal thing. No idea if it was our fault or their fault, but, like, we never had problems like that before, and yeah. we haven't had problems since, so I think we're happy doing it ourselves. We're okay with only putting out 40 cases a day. Yeah, you know, or like, so we bottle once a week and we put out 40 cases instead of bottle once a month and put out 180 cases. Like, I'm okay with that. You yeah, that so, seems to kind of even yeah. out at least. In the yeah. yeah, and we can control every bottle. Yeah. I see every bottle and how it's touching, bottled. Touching every bottle, camera. At this point, it's still meaningful to me. Yeah. At some points, we're like, just get them out. Like, we gotta get more <laughs> beer out there. So. Anyone that buys a bottle of Ursula beer knows that Dave has probably personally handled. Oh yeah, bottle. you know it. Today is the first day that Chris personally handled. More than I personally handle, but all like, right. we both, one of the two of us has touched. No, tapped, we've both, we've filled, both touched every we bottle. Both touched <laughs> every we both touched every single bottle. There's a, there's a little bit of you in every bottle. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Between absolutely. The, the sweat going into the actual <laughs> brewing and then the bottling. <laughs> yeah. Not don't you tell people we beer. got sweat in our beer. Right, right. <laughs> you guys don't have a goes on right Just now. Just the <laughs> Salted with our very own sweat. Uh, <laughs> I'm still waiting for something to like make a joke about that. Like, I know, was that, you, that was actually the description of the last guest that we did. You know, it was really? like, yeah. uh, God, what was it? I wish I don't remember Sal- what I said. Uh, salty enough, but not not to make you think of yeah. tears salty enough to make you want to have another drink. Not salty enough to make you think you're drinking sweat. <laughs> or drinking yeah. sweat or tears. tears. Yeah, it was something yeah. like that. It was either sweat or tears. Those are the ones I feel like are ripe for uh, a goes on. <laughs> right. They are sweat and tears. And yeah. yeah, all of that goes into all of it. <laughs> all that goes into all. All that goes into. Oh, yeah. But that's why I'm in marketing. Just, <laughs> it just comes naturally. <laughs> this guy. Don't even meet him. This guy's looking. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> Rod, do you listen to my show? That's my boss. <laughs> Rod, he didn't. No, he's fine. He's no, cool. no, it's all good. He's super happy where he's at. <laughs> Super happy. That's why I come and drink afterwards. <laughs> yeah, you're not drinking now, anyways. I mean, no, <laughs> not at all. I do like this IPA a lot. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. This is a. Uh, oh no, it's like it's really light. It's dangerously light. Yeah, yeah. It's only seven percent, so it's only, not that big either. But like, oh, you know, a mile. It's an IPA. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, I like to make my beers. My IPAs, especially hoppy beers, not bitter, easy, easy to drink, and super drinkable. So like, yeah. no caramel malts, no, no sweetness. Really dry, really drinkable, not very bitter. So it's sort of like a northeastern style IPA, but without, without the haze, without, without, the, haze, without but, the flocculation. Yeah, but actually, we got, yeah, we got beer. the carbon. Yeah. Yeah. We can actually pour. We can some off, oh really? Yeah, if you want it's to try not, it's not, it's not, yeah, it's not fully, it won't be fully carved, but uh, we're, we're getting there. Yeah, I'm of German heritage. I don't need carbonation. <laughs> yeah. I thought Germans wouldn't drink their beer unless it had head. Pretty much. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not that German. <laughs> Either way, I like beer. That's yeah. all. Yeah. That's, that's what I. That's what I thought. That was all it's about. They like to drink the beer. Yeah, yeah. this will only be our uh, second easy idea. Too. Okay. Yeah. First one we made was a double easy double idea. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Lazy Brewer, we called that one. 
Okay. Uh, got some good press. I, it was sort of a play on the, what everyone says the problem with the right, everyone's, everyone's perceived. Yeah. Whatever and it, conceptions of are it. Funny thing is, mine cleared up actually. So, Did that? Yeah. <laughs> this one I don't think is going to clear up quite as much as that. Did one. It, uh, so, even though it's looking really clear. This cyclass looks. So when it like does clear up, does does it change the flavor or anything in your opinion or? I, and not in my opinion. Some some people might say it will, but it's still got a bunch of wheat, so it's still fluffy and soft yeah, and yeah. pillowy and has all that same stuff. But uh, for some reason. My yeast blocks out really good. My wheats get clear pretty fast. Oh, yeah. so. You've done a couple of wheats here that were crystal. Crystal yeah. clear. Well, that's cool. And I don't find my wheats I don't trying. find. Yeah, I, I don't, don't find or filter I don't find filter any of my beer. I find some of my beer. Yeah, yeah. I don't find anything that I want to have a little bit of a haze, like a wheat beer, you know, any of that kind of stuff. But my beer gets bright for some reason. I don't know what it is. I get bright just, beer fast. You just got the magic touch. I got the magic touch, I guess. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Uh, Healthy cool. yeast equals clear beers. So. Okay, well, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Not not uh, adding flour or any of that. I don't know if that actually no, so many people did or not. Like, I, I, I don't know if that was a joke or not. There was, yeah, there I can't was tell some. anymore. Like, some people are so like just virtual about it. They're like, yeah, yeah. people are fucking adding yeast, all sorts of stuff. I mean, it's, uh, it's alternative facts about what uh, yes. you put in beer. It's alternative facts. No, no, there are so there are a couple of beers that use flour, from what I've heard. But they are literally. It was McKellar. I think McKellar, maybe Evil Twin, one of those guys. Oh, okay. They do the strawberry milkshake beer. Oh, so he I, adds flour because he wants it to look like a milkshake. Yeah, strictly so for consistency. So it was specifically for a like adjunct, like yeah. a novelty beer is yeah. what he made it for. Huh. And so some people were associating that across all hazy beers, and that is not the case with all hazy beers. That might be the case with some. Yeah. And I have no idea who's doing it and who's not. No <laughs> one's going to admit it at this point. Right. If they do, they yeah, got balls sure. the size of Texas. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure internet forums across the world will explode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But when you go 50% wheat and oats, like, if you have 50% of either of those two, even 30% of either of those two, you're going to have a hazy-ass beer. Like, yeah. That is going to be cloudy no matter what you do to it. <laughs> I mean, that's basically like putting flour. Yeah, I mean, it is. And, and, and then like oats. all the, yeah, yeah. you know, the water chemistry that people are talking about using is going to keep keep haze in the beer. Oh, the yeah. hopping rates that people are using, that haze is going to stay for a long time. So it's really not a lazy brewer, even though that's what I named my beer. But we're yeah. about to put it in bottles. We're about to brew it again, put it in bottles. And our bottle is like, it's a black and white generic looking. <laughs> so yeah, we got yeah, this yeah. lazy brewer, yeah. generic label. So Perfect. Sort of making fun of it. I like that because, you know, I like to, like to try and... I don't necessarily want to say it, troll folks, but I like to throw a little jab here and there yeah, just yeah, yeah. to oh. make some fun of it because sometimes people take it way too seriously. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's no, full man. on Ursula trolling the world. This, <laughs> is this is it. That is, yeah, and it's good. I mean, we got a lot of great compliments on that beer, and uh, some people named it as one of the best of the year that they like. Oh, awesome. So, oh, yeah. yeah. And we're, I, we still, we're I mean, to this day, we still have people coming in and tapping the mask. We still have Lazy Brewery. So, yeah, we're happy so, with the beer. I was happy with it. I'm going to make sure it stays hazy the next time we brew Good. Uh, yeah. See if you can reverse your yeah. magic touch. <laughs> Whatever I do, I'm going to do something different. <laughs> maybe, I should, maybe I should brew this batch. Yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll brew it. yeah, Chris can handle it. Chris will <laughs> see, do this. See if he has the same voodoo or the anti-voodoo, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. He I don't know. Be. I fucked up the steam, apparently, because uh, my first uh, solo batch right in the system <laughs> flooded the boiler and then flipped a valve wrong and did yeah. that. 
Can yeah. I get that steam beer? beer that beer fermented in four days. <laughs> done fermenting in four days. <laughs> For all the, all the shit that went wrong, I think oh. fermented like a champ. It, it was a smooth sure brew day. Did. I even was joking around with Dave before that, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get this beer to a boil. That's where you So fail. quick. And it got it to a boil so quick, and then boiler went out. That's where you yeah. failed. You started <laughs> talking about it before it happened. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'll just keep my mouth shut. That's about usually it. that's usually how my life goes. The minute I start talking shit, acting all confident, <laughs> the universe lets me know I'm not that special. Yeah. <laughs> you aren't cool, dude. No. I say I'll, you are not I, cool. I say I'll keep my mouth shut, but that's not my strong suit. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's fair. Yeah. I've worked with Chris for a while now. Shut mouth is not his thing. <laughs> how long have you guys been with with Ursula then? Uh, coming up close to a year now. Okay. Uh, that's, that's just from when I first started volunteering. Nice. But uh, Dave's doubled my time. Yeah, uh, so I worked under Ursula actually when we were used to be named Coda. So I was the assistant yeah, brewer okay. when we were named Coda. And then I was named head brewer when uh, we switched names. And, okay. Uh, the head brewer left. I was trying to remember because I do, I do recall when you guys switched over yeah. to Ursula. It was actually about this time last year. February of last year is when we switched okay. names. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, and I worked, actually, I started volunteering in October-ish, I think. Yeah, that's what I, was, I was also going to ask, since you moved out here and you said 2014. Uh, yeah, I started uh, volunteering in October of 2014. Okay. So, I got hired then in, hired full-time in January of, or February of 2015. That's cool. Um, and then I was named head brewer in January, later, January, February of 2016. You know, it's... As many times as I've talked to brewers, I don't think I've really asked this question. So you guys both kind of got started in here by volunteering. Yes. Yeah, kind of like yeah. the, the way it's going these days. Some, I mean, if you're doing like Siegel or whatever, yeah. the, or Siegel. Siegel. I mean, yeah. well, those programs are getting, at least in this state, I think those programs are getting more well-rounded, more founded. And, sure. And uh, earlier off, like, I think a lot of people came out of those programs were rough, but now it's, it's Siegel, Siegel's been around a long time. Siegel's a little different. There are some local programs that are just sort of yeah. getting their feet under them, so, like, even producing s- better brewers. And, and some of like the schools, them. like back in Michigan, that uh, yeah. uh, I know our our schools arrive. I went to Western Michigan. Central has allegedly a brewing program, and I think Western's developing one or had one started. Because oh really? Yeah, I had a handful of people like send me a link to like, hey, you gonna come back and go to brewers? Oh, like, cool. no, I'll just stay here and <laughs> just absorb it by osmosis. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean. For me, uh, I don't know. If, if people are looking for a way in, school is one way. Yeah. But I call myself the truth brewer for a reason. I'm like, the information is there. You brew your ass off as a home brewer. You make, you start winning medals. You start making great beer, and then start volunteering somewhere. You're gonna like, it's gonna happen for yeah. you. Yeah. It will happen. And Chris, it, on the other hand... It's a little different for me because <laughs> yeah. as a home brewer, I went into it with no knowledge whatsoever, just tried to figure it out myself, yeah. and then realized at some point that I was I was making terrible beer as a home brewer. And, That's and, a good revelation to have, at least. You know, at least you can, <laughs> you can identify bad beer, like, yeah, what can I do to <laughs> fix this problem? Yeah. And, and, I mean, I honestly, I haven't home brewed a match since uh, I started oh, really? coming here uh, with Dave, because, I mean, the, the pilot system here is basically like home brewing, and I... I yeah. I can do I can I can homebrew here essentially. Yeah. Um, so for me, I guess it's a little different. Uh, but, but here's the, here's what Chris did. He came in. He's like, hey, I'm look. I, I work in the tap room. He works at Elk Mountain. He still actually works at Elk Mountain. A okay, bit right. In the tap room. But he's like, I work in the tap room at Elk Mountain. They let me volunteer a little bit. I'm looking for more hours because I'm trying to get better at brewing. I was like, we're doing a bottling day. Come by. He 
hustling. He worked his ass off. Yeah. And I was like, Scott, this guy works his ass off. Like, <laughs> he, he worked his ass, ass off. I'm like, I don't care how much he knows about brewing. He did not complain, and he moved all day long. And so he volunteered a couple more times, and, and we were looking for somebody because I have a guy who works full-time for me who was my assistant brewer for a little while, but really he's a yeast guy, and so okay. he grows my yeast for me. Uh, he works at a lab across the street. We're okay. on a campus that has quite a few labs around. He's a beer guy. He's a home brewer. We talk beer all the time, but he grows my yeast. But that's really all he had time in his, like, I have a full-time job. And so I was like, I could use just muscle around the brewery. Yeah, yeah. Scott's like, what about this guy? He works his butt off. That's the guy I was thinking when you just talked about that. So that's that's the other way. Like, you work your butt off. You show that you're interested. You hustle, hustle, hustle. No question. No complaints. And not be a dick, I'm assuming. Yeah, not be a dick. (laughs) Well, or maybe be a little respectfully. Just respectfully. There's a a fine line. There's a fine line. He's a respectful dick. (laughs) It's different. He's a dick that knows his place. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers! I gotta say, Uh, cheers! Cheers to that. That's awesome. I mean, I think that's where Chris, like, I mean, we're small, and we didn't, you know, we yeah. get volunteers every once in a while, and they're all like, oh, I want to brew. I don't want to really come in on that work day. I want to come in on brew day. It's like, everybody <laughs> wants to come in on brew day, dude. I don't even need help on brew day. Yeah. I need help on bottling day. Covered. I need help on kegging day. I need help washing kegs. These are the things I need help with. I don't need the guy who wants to come in and learn how to brew on a 10-barrel system. I need the guy that wants to stare at the boil. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Brew day is is. By far an easier day than some of the other days that we have. You know? Right. Following day is much more. Yeah, there's all shit to do. Yeah, you're moving we're, all we're day. Moving yeah. All day long. Like yeah. you're saying, we're touching every single one of those bottles. Those yeah. Bottles. We're hand wiping, hand drying every single one of those. Put them in the cases. Moving each case. Like, like that's where that's where a lot of the work is. You know, a lot yeah. of people really like want to see through day. You know, I mean, we had a volunteer who came in for the first time today. I had a friend of mine reach out. Her boyfriend's like, yeah, you know, looking looking to get in the brewing industry. I, I kind of, I mean. I saw a lot of what I wanted when I was in his his spot. Yeah. So like, we're not necessarily looking for another person, but he's gonna if he continues to do what he's doing right now, busting his ass, no questions asked, like he's gonna gain references. Yeah, know? sure. And and that's also and the fact of, that he didn't care that we're not actually looking for another person. He and, just wants and, to come and work. And he, and, yeah, and, he, and he wants he, to learn the ropes, yeah, get the totally. experience. Yeah. And, and I he, hate he not brought, being able to pay those people. But I never asked for them in the first place. They're just like, right. please, just let me come and help you. Yeah, They're shaking like, okay, you okay, down. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, come on. Yeah, come on. Yeah, come on. He brought yeah. donuts. Uh, yeah, they brought donuts. They even brought donuts. They're <laughs> the weight of a brewer's heart. The weight of a brewer's heart. Donuts. Donuts. <laughs> Is it donut specific or just like food in general? Uh, food in general because I'm not a sweet guy general. myself. Food in general. Chris decided to bring strawberries this morning, yeah. like some kind Are of you hippie. a help nut? <laughs> <laughs> some kind of... Yeah. I kept the banana myself, that but I shared the strawberries. That's... <laughs> to those who would actually take them. It sounds like somebody wasn't too happy about it. <laughs> I ate three donuts. I ate zero strawberries. <laughs> I, ate, I ate three strawberry donuts. <laughs> exactly. One was a heart-shaped strawberry filled donut. That, that was, was yeah. yeah. That was, yeah. I ate it. It's close to Valentine's Day, so you know. Yeah, that's why. That's why I ate it. <laughs> Tis the season. Tis the season <laughs> to eat hearts, heart eaters. So you serve at Elk Mountain, then? Yeah, yeah. I'm a part-time bartender. I do every Monday uh, trivia night down there, and then uh, uh, 
about every other Sunday. That is fun because on the last show we did at Resolute, Liam was uh, hanging out. Oh, no shit, yeah. Yes. And, uh, I mean, Zach, is, Zach used to be the head brewer. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that was kind of the connection. He brought yeah. Liam over. He's like, yeah, this, this show's fun. You should yeah. join us and Liam, stuff. Liam's so. awesome. I mean, yeah, uh, he's hilarious. He's, he's wanting us to come in and do a collab with him. So, Liam? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so Dave and I might be going down there uh, and doing a collab with them. Well, that's cool. Some, I mean, and we've already got two two breweries we're doing for collab fest. This is, like, outside of that. Just kind yeah. of for, for fun. For fun, yeah. yeah. I love that breweries just like to get together and brew yeah. a beer. I mean, we, yeah. we get to know each other throughout yeah. time, and, and most of us are very like like minded. So, yeah. You know. Well, my so one of our collab is Fiction. Okay. And they're just down the street, first of all, so that's yeah. easy enough. And my old assistant, before we had Chris, uh, now is the brewer over at Fiction. So oh, okay. like, Jameson. we had yeah, Jameson. We had a connection from when he worked here, and I was like, we gotta like. When you go, we're doing collab fest, right? He's yeah. Like, yeah, we're totally doing collab fest. So we finally, we, he talked his guys into it, and they're like, yeah, we can do collab fest with us. Do it. With Ursula. So, so with collab fest, is it just like totally like that? You you basically partner up, you find your friend, like, hey, you guys want to brew yeah. a beer and totally. they yeah. submit it basically? Well, yeah. so, and I've talked to a couple other people, they don't even know the people they're brewing with. It's like kind of their first. Oh, meet, that's cool. Their first meet and greet. So it's yeah, like, it's, it's, like, a blind, cool. it's like a blind yeah, date, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. A brewing blind date. <laughs> yeah. There's some of that. There's some like, oh, we got to brew together. Like, yeah, you know, we love each other. And then there's plenty of like, I really want to work with those guys. So like, let's yeah. meet each other and work with each other and do something cool. So, I, yeah. You know, I've, I still haven't made it to a collab fest for whatever reason. I, it's either something's busy, but I, I do remember it was either last year or the year before I went to Falling Rock where they had a lot of the collab fest beers on. Or at least they had a good amount of them on. Yeah. And I got to try them. And I don't know, there's some cool stuff that comes out yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited about ours. So we're doing two, and we're doing two local. They normally allow one local and one out of state, but okay. we had two local guys that wanted to work with us, so we decided to go. Um, uh, Launchpad is another Aurora brewery, and we, you know, just we're so close together. Yeah. We talk all the time. We meet at fests, and I love those guys. They're good guys, so... Are they relatively with, new? I, yeah, they're, they're just over a year. A little over a year. Okay. I, super new. I don't super think they hit my radar really at all. Yeah, two so. and a half barrel batches, I think. Is oh, what awesome. They do. But they double batch into fermenters. They're yeah. just now uh, ramping up into uh, stainless. five barrels. Yeah, stainless. Five or seven. Five or seven, something like yeah. that. Good guys. They make a ton of beer. Like oh, They yeah. make just Always all different. kinds of Always beer. When you're brewing two and a half barrels at a time, you can make so much beer, you know? So yeah, good guys, super creative, doing all kinds of crazy stuff, and so we're brewing a uh, four yeast blend. I do a three yeast blend saison, and they do. They got a Brett strain going right now, so okay. we're gonna uh, blend all four of those beers together and do a saison. We're probably gonna fruit it. The initial talks are passion fruit, but we and might know where it goes. Yeah, where it goes, yeah. and That's then awesome. with fiction, we're doing a barrel fermented. Uh, all Britannomyces uh, old ale or stock old, ale. Okay, old yeah, stock yeah. Ale kind of oh, nice. But like ten percent, so closer to an old ale than a stock ale, which probably sure. would be closer to like a six or seven percent stock okay. ale. But Man, uh, I, we just got some new wine barrels from a local winery. Yeah, Launchpad actually hooked us up with that. Yeah, Launchpad hooks. Yeah, there you go. The circle can see yeah. Yeah. Huh? yeah. He called me. He's like, "Hey, I got this winery. They're selling these three hundred liter wine barrels." They're only 150 bucks, which is like uh, 59. That's normally a 59 barrel 
59-gallon uh, spirit barrel is about okay. 150 bucks. Wine barrels are usually a little bit more. Um, and then 300-liter wine barrels are usually even more. Yeah, way more. I, yeah, so I'm I was like, sure oh, I want three. Right I want three. Well, we got, one back, yeah, we got one back there. If you it's about... It, I don't know. <laughs> I'd, have to, I'd have to do the math to give you the amount of gallons. It's, oh, it's yeah. roughly 80. I think it's roughly 80. Isn't it? Yeah, it's like a 200 and something for three barrels. Okay. All I know is I'm going to use them as primary fermenters for mixed culture beer. So That's awesome. Yeah, we've been... Right now, they're putting bread in them, and I'm okay with that because I'm going to mix culture them. Yeah, yeah, so, um, yeah. So we're doing an all Brett fermented beer over there with them. And that, the the whole like old ale with Brett yeah. sounds interesting to well, me. I can't think of. I mean, old ales. I mean, if you look back in the history, I mean, they were wild. They, they were spontaneous fermented, or sure. they usually ended they up with certainly Brett. Ended they certainly up with ended Brett with Brett in the end, anyway. Yeah. So I think that was kind of our idea, kind of behind that. Yeah, I mean, Clausidii, which is a. a a version of Brett was named after because the guy who invented it pulled it out of English beer. Oh, okay. So an old ale is an English beer, stock ale is an English style beer. So um, we use Clausidii, we use Bruxellensis, which is probably more of a European Britannomyces. Okay. And we used uh, the Brux like Trois, which is a uh, it's technically a Saccharomyces that was reclassified by um, White Labs as a. It, they used to call it their Bruxellensis. They reclassified it as a Saccharomyces because they did the genome on it and decided, oh, this is actually not a potato. What's uh, so I'm familiar with like Brett. What's a Saccharomyces? Then? Saccharomyces is all brewer's yeast. Any oh, brewer's okay. yeast is a Saccharomyces. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Any of those funky, phenolic, crazy, what people call wild yeasts are typically Britannomyces. So okay, I never heard them refer to it's as just a scientific term for brewers yeast. Showing off, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but everything from yeah. from lager to saison to Belgian to American ale, all of those are considered sacramentals. Okay, yeah. all right, good to know. Britannomyces is another. It's still yeast, but it's another species. Of yeah, yeah, and those are like you said, typically kind of the wild. They're called strains. wild, but we've domesticated yeah. them essentially. They, so they're they're still. Now. I buy them from the lab either way. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I buy them. Oh, no. Uh, have you ever done anything like spontaneously fermented? We haven't done spontaneous, but we recently plated a bunch of. Uh, so my lab guy obviously can deal with anything down to the single cell or single yeah. colony. So we recently created some agar plates and started collecting some yeast. He hasn't done any of the growth phases yet, but he's. Uh, pulled the so we haven't done specifically uh, wild fermentation yet, but okay. we have started collecting some wild yeasts. It's I don't know it's super interesting. I so we've talked about Scott kind of off yeah. the air, I guess if you will. Uh -huh. yeah. And uh, I went to one of his uh, I went to with the fermentologist release where they did one of their they went out and collected yeah, a bunch yeah, yeah, of yeah. Uh, yeast wildly, and then uh, James from uh, uh -huh. Black Project yeah. he helped them like isolate yeast and stuff and like I tried the beers they made in it and I thought they were like I had dreams about finding yeast for like a week <laughs> I remember waking up actually, one day and just be like I want to make my own yeast now yeah <laughs> the first time I ever had that feeling was actually in Grand Rapids at nice. the homebrew conference I went to and now I'm not going to think of that company but it was essentially they're trying they're, it's, it's a yeast bank they're allowing homebrewers to send Wild collected yeast into their bank. Man, I can't really? remember the name of this company. 
Why can't I remember? Hold on, I have internet. Yeah, do the internet search. <laughs> I think they're on the East Coast. But that Consult the Oracle, you. please. Yes. Um, but they're essentially collecting wild captured yeast from all over the country. And they want their idea is they want to have a wild yeast from every major city or every state at least. Uh, Omega yeast? No. Imperial Chicago. organic no. yeast? No. Real brewer's yeast? No. Giga yeast? No. Those are all yeast labs. Those yeah. Are, this is more like a, I don't know, it's like a rogue project. Uh, I cannot I, think of the name. Think Anyways, I went to his talk at the homebrew conference, okay. and I was like, I want to collect yeast. And he would talk about, like, he would just bring vials and throw, like, he would pull raspberries while he was out on the hike and throw it in a vial, and then he'd bring it back and capture the yeast later. That's awesome. And he would bring sterile, like, uh, swabs, and he was, like, going on the tour of Cantium. He'd, like... Swab. <laughs> He'd swab one of the ball valves at Cantio, <laughs> seal it up and throw it in his backpack. Super covert yeah, shit. Totally. Yeah, totally. James Bond of yeast over here. Yeah. <laughs> get in trouble. Right. Yeah, but he, I mean, he never yeah. But that, some of the talk was like, listening. I, yeah. I don't know. I feel like good for us then. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's sorry I gave you away. <laughs> no one's okay. Good thing you can't remember his name. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't even know your company. So. <laughs> <laughs> Safe for now. Until he looks it up on the internet, and then we're screwed. I've already given up. I've, I have uh, a short attention span. All right, that's right. So yeah, that's when I got real passionate about doing that, and I did some collection as a home brewer. I never brought that into the pro brewer side. It's no, the first time we've wild. We're lucky with Brett across the street. Yeah, we got. I mean, we've had lab guys. Even our my old head brewer, Jameson, was actually worked at a lab across the street before he got into brewing. So oh, like, really? Okay. I've always. Had easy access to guys who are microbiologists. Yeah, so yeah, that's awesome. Never, so, yeah, we're super, super since, conveniently located. Yeah. For that. Since yeah, I went right, head right in the middle of campus. <laughs> yeah. Since I went head brewer a little over a year ago, I bought two pitches of, of lab yeast. Everything oh, wow. else we grew up from homebrew vials with my partner in the lab. Well, that's great. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Awesome. He's got. Thank I you, mean, Brett. Yeah, thank, thank you, Brett. Thank you, Brett. Best. That's fun. His name's Brett. And he's a yeast guy. No, I, I give him shit guy. about that. I actually, he came in today, and I'm like, hey, Brett Amosis, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> the first time I saw, like, mention of Brett beers, it was usually something on Brett or Brett something or other. I'm like, who the fuck's this Brett guy? <laughs> <laughs> I know. He's so popular. popular. It's like, like, same thing with, uh, who's this Esther chick that we keep talking about for <laughs> years, you know? <laughs> Esther is a flame. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, it could be both. It could be. It could be. I mean, my... It's, it's going to be the name of my next pet. I also yeah. have an Hopefully it's Astrid a very Adams. floral pet. Whatever it is, it's aromatic. Aromatic, it's fruity, florally. <laughs> oh, man. No, that's... I, I just... I do love the, the melding of science in this. And it, it seems like a lot of yeah. people I talk to... Uh, I don't know, maybe it's just because there's 60-some breweries yeah. or more now in the Denver area... You see a lot more people that are science, you know, inclined, rooted, or having, you know, the connections for it to do that. And that's, I remember a a dude at, totally, this literally just came up in my head. I remember meeting a guy at a race in Indiana. We were at a sprint race uh, at Eldora Speedway. Random. Yeah. And uh, I just started talking to this guy, and he was talking about how he was like a biochemist or some shit. And him and his wife were going to start a brewery somewhere. Oh, wow. Because he's like, yeah, I got the science down, and she just likes to bake and Basically, it's like cooking. Oh, yeah. Perfect. And yeah. so I was like, I really wish I would have asked them what they like think they were going to call it because this is before I ever did like beer and loathing, any of this stuff. So like, I was just like, huh, 
That's pretty sweet. But yeah, that in case whole... you're still out there trying to start your brewery, Red Water, Red Water, Red Water Brewing Company. Could <laughs> <laughs> be. Uh, if only they make Kvass the whole time. Kvass. Yeah. But bread water. I mean, that's what beer is. Bread water. I mean, that's what the monks call it. Bread water. Yeah, it makes sense. I. It, it, the best part is you can still make bread afterwards yeah. after you use those. Yeah, that, yeah, no, that is true. Yeah, I mean, there's several breweries out there now. I mean, like that dude uh, uses their spent grain to make bread, pizza, pizza crust, and, and stuff oh. like that. So I mean, there's many. We, we we just started. We look, carry protein bars that yeah, are re, re spent made. grain based. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I can't remember where I was. Somewhere uh, made tortilla chips out of their spring grain. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. 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 That was amazing. I'm like, that's. Not on the hundred uses of grain I ever thought. Yeah, yeah, totally. I had some friends that made dog biscuits for their dog. Yeah, out of them. Oh yeah, yeah. We do that at Oaks though. We, yeah. we yeah, we put some peanut butter, some egg in there, and yeah. uh, bake it up. Doesn't take much. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Should do oh, that people, here. people eat this. You know the recipe? It's easy. Yeah. Okay. Let's yeah. do it. We can have them bake them across the street. Yeah. yeah let's do yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> so one bonus: our owner owns the pub across the street, so we get delivery okay. food to yeah. our. Yeah, you, I'm sure you saw nice him poke in. That was that was Scott. Was it okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's coming. Yeah, checking on you guys, making sure you're he, not yeah. saying anything wildly inappropriate. That's where we do yeah. all of our like uh, processing of adjuncts and stuff. So like, okay. we bake baked potatoes before we do our sweet potato stout or oh, nice. uh, toast the coconut or toast the yeah, yeah, nut flour or something. It's really nice to have a commercial kitchen across the street we can use for that stuff it's, and chefs. And there's a lot of there's a lot of guys over there that are like, oh, this is what I did in Mexico when before I became a chef in, in Illinois. I'm like, oh, or in Colorado. I was like, oh, that's awesome. Here, just take my flour, take my flour, toast it for me, I please. I don't know what the hell well, I'm doing. We'll leave so. this one to the experts. Yeah, flour exactly. toasters. Yeah, we yeah. really, yeah, we really are in kind of a unique uh, location here. You know, we're out of the way as far as our tap room is concerned. You know, we're not getting a lot of people to come see us. You know, uh, but we've got. The hospital, the campus across the yeah. street. The owner owns Tons the restaurant rats. across the street. So we we are extremely lucky to have a lot of the resources that we have. Yeah. Full pub area. menu yeah. on our in our oh, bar. Yeah. In our bar. And it's consistent. I mean, like God bless food trucks out there, but you know, they're unreliable, their trucks break down, sometimes they can't make it due to weather. You know, we, we, we always have food options. And, and they walk it across the street. Yeah, it's not like a truck trying to get here. Yeah, yeah. it's walk snowing it outside. We've got hardworking people across the street that are that'll hand deliver you their food. You, you can know. see yeah. the path in the snow they're taking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's the way. To go. I, you know, I was I was curious about that. Like, I just always kind of assumed a lot of breweries went the like manufacturing and packaging route for the licensing because I assumed it's cheaper and easier than like getting a brew pub license because. Uh, I don't think it's the licensing expense. Really, it's the kitchen expense. Yeah, okay. A, that kitchen, makes sense. a kitchen actually probably costs. I mean, if you go American-made stainless, then it's going to be a similar cost to start a brewery, start a restaurant. But if you go Chinese stainless on this side, which is what we did, which is fine, is all I can say. <laughs> the yeah, Chinese we, we, stainless. We've had, no major, we've had no major issues. It's fine and yeah. it's cheap. Yeah. And it's not amazing, but it is fine. Yeah. But like. Yeah, I mean, we're we're basically an extended uh, dining room for the yeah for the kitchen, you know, like that's true. Yeah, so uh, they get two packed over there. We end up yeah, they send and then we sell some more beer. Do you yeah, send beer them. over there too? Like yeah, yeah. we sell yeah. beer to them, and they yeah. So There's I mean, it's the same owner. So he he sells beer to himself, and then he sells yeah. out there. Yeah. I figured it's as simple as that. I just yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, because you can sell 
what, a certain amount without having to deal with distribution. Actually, uh, in Colorado, I think you can go as far as you want. Really? Okay. That's if it's not as far as you want to go, it's really, 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 really far. Most people want to get into distribution before they get that far in yeah. self-distro. So. Yeah. I mean, like us, we're in talks for distribution right now. And I don't know how far we'd want to go. You, you know, you invest so much money into, into self-distro, and then if you eventually sign a contract with the distributor, all that self-distro trucks oh, yeah. and salespeople. I mean, you, you want salespeople even if you are in the distribution, but yeah, yeah, yeah. there's so, so much no. investment in warehousing and all that stuff at self-distro that it's like, you get so far with self-distro, then you sign a contract and it's like, now I have four trucks, and gotta really keep, all I need is one, and I can take my cases to the distribution yeah. plan at this point. But I have four trucks in my fleet, you know, so we're going to try to sign before we have to mess with any of that stuff. It's, yeah, I mean, uh, it, it is a, it's a business decision, you yeah, know? Like, exactly. That's, yeah. uh, and, I, and, and respect to those guys that do self-district, because there's a little bit more money in it, but... Like so much more it's a lot of operations, yeah. so it's much overhead. It sounds like just from equipment yeah. and everything. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. You, I mean, it, it's definitely more of an upfront investment, but it, it, it just depends on where your long-term goals are. Yep, that makes sense. I, I don't know. It'll, it'll be interesting to see how it goes now, because I mean, like a lot of people say, Denver as a market's oversaturated. Uh, I myself. You get different people thinking different things. I'm not certain. I mean, it's, it depends, it depends on, on what everyone's goals yeah. are. Like, yeah. there's plenty of breweries that don't have the goal of distributing it all. Distributing yeah. it all. And like that was my point. Bangling like, and called on. Yeah. It seems like those guys, they're just like, we're happy with tap room, a couple of kegs here and there, yeah. up and down our street, even, you know. I mean, even at Elk Mountain, I mean, we're not worried too much about distribution. Right, yeah. If we, we do well enough in our tap room, and we have enough of a consistent regular basis that... You know, a, a, like a, if you're looking at that aspect of the liquor saturation, I don't think I don't think Colorado is even. Yeah, so, I mean, we're not so even. Much, you know, we're not even the most saturated in the market. No, no I mean, we're not Portland or something. Yeah, yeah, we're not Portland. Yeah. So, like, I don't believe. I think there's a certain. I don't know that the regional brewery is ever gonna. There's never gonna be another. It'll be very rare that another brewery gets itself to regional status. That's know? kind of where I was yeah. going with this. It's like, yeah. I think the people that were getting into regional distribution have gotten themselves in it now right. and are yeah. investing in it. And I'm not sure there's maybe, even room for more. Yeah, I mean, the economy's of scale to get in at this point. Right. It's probably fairly steep. And yeah. every market has its own local, like, there's a big local market in every single market. You know, like, Chicago's... I mean, that's where I'm from, so that's what I know. Yeah. It's enormous. It's insane. And you're Grand Rapids. Those guys, like, your local market is so insane and so amazing yeah. that distribution into that state is getting yeah. harder and harder and harder. It's and like harder. Chicago, and I don't know, maybe this is just me being naive. It seemed like they were underserved because it didn't seem like they had a ton of breweries until, like, the past five no, years, we, really. we've always been extremely well distributed, too. Okay. Like we have always had great beer in Chicago, but there is not like Goose Island, you know. But other than that, there has not been a history of great brewing yeah. in Chicago. I mean, I, recently there's been some amazing, like when Goose Island sold and all those brewers decided they didn't want to work for AB, yeah, and they started their own breweries. We had an amazing lift of great, ridiculously good breweries. Yeah. You know? I went to Chicago just to visit some college friends, and we uh, did the Revolution tour. Yeah. 
and revolution uh, happens to be outside of the AV. But yeah, they make but amazing. still, I didn't realize they were that new, relatively. Yeah. Like, they're not yeah. very old, and they're huge. They started brew pub too. Yeah. Like, they were a brew pub start. Okay. And, turned, and then they opened their production facility, and like that, it was like, we went from 20 barrel batches, or 15, I don't even know what they're, they're to 120 barrel batches. Yeah, I want to say they're up to like 150 now or something. Yeah. They, well, they the brew house is 120 barrels. Okay. I'm sure they have 240s in the in the brew house, yeah, yeah, fermenters, and probably bigger than that, and 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 I think they only recently went on state, so they're like that could this, be, yeah, they're like this big in Chicago only because I never saw them. In, I mean, I grant I've been out of Michigan for four years, but I never right. saw them in Michigan. Right, I, I still don't think they go to Michigan as far as I know. They yeah, no, I think they not. just recently started the state by yeah. state reach. Yeah, good for them. I mean, yeah, I, I, I mean, they make beers, is good. beers, yeah. yeah. Yeah, one of my friends, his uh, cousin lives in Chicago, so every now and then we'll get some, like, what's it, Dark Star? Yeah, uh, Dark Star. Some Deet. of their other... The... Not Dark Star, Deet Tar. De- yeah, Deet's that's what, yeah, Deet Star. Deet Tar. Yeah. Deet Star. The, the just close enough to not be sued by Well, <laughs> actually, the, the owner's last name is Deet. Oh, really? So it's Deet oh. Tar is their imperial style. Good for him. Okay. Yeah, right? It works yeah, out great for It's them. a middle finger of George Lucas, yeah, and, it's, yeah. and it makes and sense. And it practical. makes sense, and it works. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, and then Half Acre, they've been around for a long time, and they're yeah. just killing it. So. Yeah, yeah, I haven't had theirs recently until uh, they were on tap at First Draft recently or something. They got oh, the here's the yeah. Yeah, probably around Javia. Yeah. Everybody cool. comes out around Javia. I know, it's, at the Shorts for Michigan's one that yeah. doesn't distribute out of the state, and they'll pop up around Javia every yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. And, and Bells. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I went to school in Kalamazoo, so yeah. Bells is my You've heard jam. Of Bells is here. Yeah. 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 I, I just saw they're tapping like Hop Slam and stuff around town. Yeah. Scott's, yeah. Scott's doing it tomorrow. Scott's really? going to across the street. Yeah. yeah. I'll be back in this neighborhood yeah. tomorrow. I mean, there's a couple of I just, packs of Too Hearted. I just ordered <laughs> a case of Too Hearted over here. Somewhere, perhaps. <laughs> I may or may not have a case of Too Hearted in my fridge right now, too. <laughs> Yeah, I just had some friends that went home and they uh, they mulled me back like uh, a 15 er of all day IPA and a case of Two Hearted, and then nice. I traded some beer with another friend. And uh, yeah, there's a whole bunch of shit there. So. Yeah, I, I have more. I literally have no room in my fridge. I have two fridges. One that's a little like beer fridge, and my actual fridge. They're both totally loaded yeah. up. Like I have room for eggs and bacon and some yeah. cheese. So. I have a kegerator. Sounds like you got everything you need there. I exactly. That's, true. that's a bachelor. <laughs> I don't need anything else. I have a kegerator. It's got like two kegs in it that I like. I'll bring beer for beer once in a while. I still yeah, got yeah. some homebrew left in it, but it's mostly full of bottles that I just <laughs> am collecting. Uh, yeah, the the plights of the beer drinking. The plights of the beer drinking. Rough life, man. So, Chris, since you didn't do your homework, yep, uh, on it. <laughs> what we usually do is, uh, I ask, like. Would you rather type questions about beer and some other stuff? I'm so indecisive. I, I don't know if I'm going to be good at this. This will be fun then. And <laughs> you have to answer, Chris. And oh. uh, Pete, Pete did like a form of would you rathers, but his are very long and intricate. So he calls it good news, bad news. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, whenever he puts a new one on, I'm usually laughing my ass off. Because <laughs> we, don't, we don't tell each other like our new ones beforehand. So First of all, I'd kill the bear. I would <laughs> kill the bear. I would shoot him. I would drown him in beer. He would die. Yeah. He would be all the bearskin rugs. And then I'd do whatever I want. Dude, done. <laughs> I just love 
Let's leave that one with no context whatsoever. Yeah. That's yeah. the way to go. It is perfect. <laughs> so this one I like to ask brewers. Would you rather go back in time and try beers originally as they were made by the ancients or go forward in time and see what wacky shit humanity ends up coming up with? Oh, by, by the ancients, I mean, I, I, I think uh, kind of my influence is what we have done and, and how can we do it better. And I think that, uh, I don't know, I mean, not to get too nerdy, but... Yeah, learning from the past was definitely uh, an interesting one. Yeah. You learn from history, right? Yeah. I mean, and, and repeat it, I guess. Or not. Or not, it. you know? Depending, like, on, depending on, on your perspective and, and on what it. part of history that you're talking about. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to go back to the Nazis. No. Unless, I mean, what if the Nazis were making killer beer, though? You could go and learn something. Because they did give quite us orange did. tang. Wait, quite. Does the Beerstadt Lager House have a kettle that, uh, a copper kettle that survived World War II? Really? It is. It's, uh, That'd be awesome. Is, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure. See, I just don't know if it, if it survived because it was German or American. That's that's kind of what I would Yeah. Or it just got lucky somehow. <laughs> yeah, right. It just happened to make it. Just happened to be in the right place. The Not right every city got yeah, yeah. so I'm sure it's right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> what about you, Dave? Uh, I think I'm gonna go. With, I, I gotta agree with Chris on this one. I think there's something about knowing where you started in order to be able to move forward strongly. Yeah. And I think knowing what's hap- what's going to happen, will be so cool. But it also might suck. <laughs> right. But you know the history will teach you something. And you don't know that the future give you any kind yeah. of information whatsoever. So. Plus, without any cocky optimism at all whatsoever, you know. Liar! Hopefully we'll create what awesomeness is. Exactly. Ursula will be the future. Ursula yeah. will, will, will be the future. <laughs> be the future. <laughs> I like Fingers that. crossed, hopefully, you know. Well, we know what happens when you start getting cocky and <laughs> <laughs> talking smack. <laughs> you do start talking and, we, and you ruin us, is what he's trying to say right now. Just hope the boiler open. If the boiler open, it's going to If this is the pivot point where it goes down, we'll just blame our show. <laughs> <laughs> We'll, we'll, be, we'll take the fall for this one. <laughs> hey, Chris, remember when we did Beer and Loathing? Yeah. Worst decision. Worst decision ever. That son of a bitch, Sam, showed up with his back <laughs> and ruined our lives. Microphones. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Okay. Um, this is another one I like to ask. Would you rather be stuck in an acid trip for 30 days or be hung over for 30 days? Um... I've, I've been hungover more often than I've done acid because I've never done acid, sadly. <laughs> but sadly, he's like, do you have acid? Uh, do you, do you acid? have any acid so I can answer this question? I mean, not on me, but I'm, <laughs> I'm going to make some calls. You know, I mean, <laughs> just, just because I'm all I mean, about, Colorado. I'm all about experiences, acid. and I've experienced a hangover, uh, I'd say uh, you'd rather be stepping in an acid trip. <laughs> can you describe an acid trip to <laughs> um, So I have... Admittedly, never done acid either, but uh, I would uh, say it's like watching Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. The, the lizard part in Vegas, <laughs> like on repeat. On <laughs> repeat. I'm gonna say this: I hate being hungover. I don't drink very much because I hate being hungover so much. I love drinking, so it's a problem. For it, is me. A, it is a beautiful thing. <laughs> it is a problem for me. I have to space them out. Reward and consequence. That's what it's all about. <laughs> Um, 
I don't know. I guess I'm going to go acid trip because I don't know what it's like and it seems fascinating. <laughs> and who knows? You might make some crazy psychedelic beers. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, what kind of imagination would I, I mean, I have what could I do trip? in this place right here uh, in right. 30 days? I'd rather be creative trip. than poop peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you wouldn't poop peanut butter and ass unless you think you did. <laughs> who knows? Maybe, maybe those two go hand in hand as well. I have no uh, idea. So. Pooping peanut butter might just be uh, winning the, the title of the show. Right there. <laughs> Nobody wants to poop people. No, no, I can't imagine that at all. I mean, I, just, I would see like everyone just kind of staring like the whirlpool or like the mash tun to serve the boil kind of like whoa, just freaking out for a oh, yeah. We've been boiling for six hours now, man. I think it's ready. So I think it's ready, man. <laughs> we've got the 480 mini at 480 minute IPA right, <laughs> right now. That's exactly. <laughs> We'll do it, man. Dude, let's just go straight to the bright. Let's just go straight to the bright, man. Let's Forbid do it. it. Let's For do a minute it. Let's in the bright and carve it at carve the same up, time. Bro. Let's get crazy. Let's see what happens. <laughs> All right, one last one. You guys drink coffee? Coffee. Uh, yeah, Would you I'll rather give up beer or give up coffee? Give up coffee. I'll give up coffee in a hurry. All yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> this is the reaction. <laughs> this is the reaction I'm always going for. <laughs> man. Yeah, I used to pray, I used to preface this by saying this is the meanest question I can think of asking. Yeah, yeah. give up your upper or your down. Yeah, I, exactly. I am a manual coffee brewer. It takes me about as long to make coffee as it takes me to make beer. <laughs> you uh, literally brew your coffee. I literally brew my You're coffee. a brewer at heart all the way through. Uh, give up coffee or give up beer? Can I, can I ask qualifying questions? Sure, why not? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no one ever really does. I, there May. really are no rules. <laughs> May I sip and spit my beer, but drink my coffee? <laughs> or may I sip and spit my coffee and drink my beer? That's a good question. Um, I'm going to say yes, because I feel like sipping and spitting doesn't get the desired effects. Like I was, it I was, doesn't. I was going for, like, either get rid of your caffeine or get rid of your alcohol. I can't get rid of my caffeine. I'm getting rid of my alcohol. Okay. Well, I'm getting rid of my beer. I'm not getting rid of my alcohol. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'll that's right. You can, a, you, you can still bourbon. Yeah, you can still drink. Yeah, you can yeah. still drink liquor or oh, wine yeah. and stuff. Yeah, oh, that's, that's, that's a good point. I will drink my gin. And I'll drink my bourbon. I'll drink my whiskey. But I will give up coffee and I will, or I'll give up beer and I will keep my coffee and I will sip and spit my beer. Because you kind of have to. I have, have to drink control. beer. Yeah. I have to drink beer. You can't. You can't. But if I can sip and spit, I'm down. <laughs> I will right. keep, I will keep my coffee. That's good. That that gets into a realm of answering that we haven't hit yet too. So that really? Was yeah. Like I said, people just kind of answer face value. They don't actually ask. How questions. many brewers give up coffee? Um, How many good, brewers give up beer? I'd have to go back and listen. I honestly don't know. No. Off the top of my head. Would you say enough brewers give up coffee that I don't look like a fool right now? Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Okay. No, it, I, I'd say it's got to be at least 50-50. Oh, really? I would imagine. So. I don't know. Like I said, anecdotally, maybe. I just I don't think I can give up my caffeine. I, every now and then I, I mess up. and get, That's why I ask if you drink coffee. You know, I've had a couple of people like, I don't drink coffee. I'm like, huh. Well, that fucks that question right now, so I guess we'll move Never on. Mind. I mean, you got to ask coffee or tea, though, because I'm a huge tea drinker, too. Oh, that's a good I could point. Give up, I could give up coffee and still drink my tea. I am going to type that in right now. I will not give – I will give up tea. If it was uh, tea, tea and beer, I will give up tea and a See, I, I, I think that would have – I drink tea. I drink lots of tea. I would have a harder time giving up tea than coffee because coffee for me is more of the instant. I get more satisfaction out of it. See, okay. I drink herbal tea and I drink coffee. Yeah, but herbal tea is not herbal tea's not herbal tea's not tea. <laughs> I drink herbal quotation marks were thrown out on that one. Yeah, herbal tea is not tea. But I don't drink regular tea generally. I drink mostly herbal teas. Because I drink tea at night and I drink coffee in the morning. Okay. 
So T kind of goes in the downer category then. T hey, is if a it's verbal. If it's yeah. a, if it's a oh, okay. verbal T. Yeah. So I that's why you're calling it not tea. Yeah, not tea. Because, okay. because tea is only the tea flavor. I mean, I drink uh, green tea. I drink black. I drink them, but like, yeah. I mostly drink <laughs> so, 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 I drink great tea. Don't worry about it. Don't <laughs> guys, guys, guys. <laughs> I'm not a tea pussy. Yeah, right. Yeah. The tea I drink, it's good tea. I guarantee. Don't I worry guarantee. About it. It's the best tea. Yeah. It's the best tea. Hands down. But it's just not quotes tea. <laughs> well, if you can tell, I mean, we really hate each other. Yeah, I know. You guys clearly don't get along. Yeah, I mean, working together, coming to work every day sucks. Like, yeah, seriously. <laughs> you need to come on. You need to come on Politic Day. Uh, we just Day. got done with that. Is that just like yeah, one day a week? On, that carried on over no, the No, it's about text. one day a month, actually. Yeah, yeah. That, that <laughs> carried on over the text yesterday. It did. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> Suddenly it gets a little too real, and I was like, all right, hold on. Let's all, just, right. Let's, all right. All right. We'll, we'll I'm continue. at the DMV right now. <laughs> Stop texting me. <laughs> Passport <laughs> office. <laughs> we'll reconvene in a month. <laughs> <laughs> and pick up where we left off. And it's cool. If we do it exactly a month from now, we will just freshly be getting off our politic kick and uh, yep. Yep. back into this game. We'll <laughs> yep. just have the same conversation. Yep. <laughs> back into it. Back into it. Well, guys, I'm glad we actually got to do some of the fun questions because yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed them. Yeah. Again, <laughs> thanks, Dave, for doing your homework. Yeah. Chris. Hey, Chris. I've always been bad at homework. That's why, that's why I never went to school. Well, that's why I, that's why I never, went to why I never succeeded in school. <laughs> I call myself a true verb, but that's not because I don't do homework. It's because I don't believe in school. <laughs> yeah, school for it's for fools. It's the internet, <laughs> the internet is my school. You're school. I do have a buddy. I mean, uh, who basically got his his uh, associate's degree from Wikipedia. So yeah, never went to class. <laughs> did yeah, he man. print himself off a like diploma oh, for it? Yeah, I know, too? right? That, I'll have to actually make him one. You that. should. I'll, I'll make him a Wikipedia diploma. <laughs> Wikipedia <laughs> University. Yeah, me <laughs> too. That I'm might be <laughs> If you're good at critical thinking, the internet is all you That's need. Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. All the training you could possibly ask for. I'm, I'm, I'm fully on board. I mean, Dave and I both agree the way we got into this industry. I mean, it was not for school. Nice, for sure. So, do you guys uh, know like how people can find you on the internet? It's like social media, website, or is that not? Ursula Brewery. Okay. At Ursula Brewery on Twitter. Okay. At Ursula Brewery on Instagram. Or slash or some brewery on Facebook. Okay. All right, good. Well, guys, thanks again for coming on. Appreciate it very yeah. much. And, yeah, I appreciate uh, you Have fun. This. Oh, absolutely. Let's, yeah. Like I said, we'll do this again sometime. We shall. Never, we'll, we'll, never, get, we'll get yeah. Pete on here. Uh, all right. Okay. Oh, hey, we'll just I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll make sure Chris doesn't even Yeah, just be a bitch again. Just don't even tell him. Just be a bitch again. Hey, Chris, you're cut early. Why don't you leave out here? Yeah. That's all right, buddy. Go home. Yeah, I got this. It's been a long day. You've got a gnarly boil over here. Why don't you go home? Come on, you're fucking with the boiler. You're fucking a boiler. gnarly boiler. If I send you home because of a gnarly boiler, you can't handle the brewing industry, sir. Hasn't happened yet. Maybe gnarly boilovers. Now they're running for the title. I don't even know what a gnarly <laughs> boilover looks like. This is a fucked up boiler. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's the team for boiler. Yes. Boiler. So fucked up boiler. We're using like action industry terms. Yeah. Oh. Although a boilover is a boiler. Right, no, I. They're just I'm, never. I'm a, I'm a very, so, I'm very familiar with the two so And not, I cannot stress enough. Use the anti phone. Thank you for tuning in the Beer and Loathing podcast. You can find us at beerandloathing.com on Facebook backslash Beer and Loathing. 
on Twitter and Instagram at Beer and Loathing. You see a pattern? Well, it's about to get fucked up because YouTube is tune in, get drunk. Get up in there, watch the chug and all of our other dumbass videos.